Hello and welcome back to the Intune podcast, a platform dedicated to inspiring and promoting inclusivity and representation in the Glasgow and wider Scottish music scenes. I'm Erin and I'm joined by the rest of the Intune team. Hi everyone, I'm Michal. Hi everyone, I'm Sam. And today we're joined by the wonderful Marianne Mandy, a Kenyan Afro-fusion singer-songwriter based in Glasgow, whose music addresses issues ranging from feminism to much deeper socio-political and economic issues. So, Marianne Mandy, hello, how are you today? Hi, I'm so happy to be on this podcast, first of all, and I'm doing great. How are all of you doing? We are doing good. We're very happy to have you as well. It's such a pleasure. Thank you, it is. It's a pleasure. So for our listeners who are not um, familiar with you, can you tell them a bit about you and your music? So my name is Marianne Mandy. It's a nickname from my real uh, Kenyan name, which is Amundi. And I've ended up as this artist, this woman who is Marianne Mandy. Um, Grown up in Nairobi, which is the capital city of Kenya, um, all my life. Um, grew up listening to a lot of music, being interested in music, just wanting to perform, wanting to be on stage. I was writing music when I was as young as six years old, and I still have those songs that they are so embarrassing. Um, I think I always knew there's something musical in me, and I had. Uh, a song to sing and yeah that's how I'm here that's this is me I love that um so I know that you're releasing new music soon Mm -hmm. can you tell us a bit about what we can expect from this new material so I'm really um vocal in my activism and it's my activism is something very important in my life and I wanted to extend that into my music and Something. This is a, a project that came from my master's. I, I did a master's at the University of the West of Scotland in music songwriting. And I came up, I did this project and I was like, this is something I, I should really, this should be the new me. This should be how I introduce my activism in music. I focus really on what Kenyan women go through. That's my background and their um, economic struggles, um, how the political environment affects women and all of that. And I've put it out. I'm I'm nervous about it because it has a controversial topic on it. Um, So yeah, that's, I'm trying not to say too much. (laughs) Keep an element of surprise. Yeah, so that's it. I think speaking from personal experience, I really like music that is considered more controversial or risky because, as you said, there's so much music about love for genetic mainstream topics. And I just appreciate anything that's willing to push those boundaries in music at the moment. And so your new music is Afrofusion, and that is a genre that is definitely lacking in representation in Glasgow and probably wider in Scotland as well so I just wanted to know what you thought of the current state of the Scottish music scenes in terms of diversity and representation and also the openness to including these genres over here. So um, when I when I moved to Scotland two years ago um, I first of all noticed that everyone in Scotland keeps talking about the Beatles (laughs) I don't know why and I did notice that there is people here really um, 
value the artists that came before them mm -hmm. and hold on to hold on to them and still remember them and give them their credit um however the world is moving so fast there's a need for the scottish industry to open their doors to listen to what the world is singing there's songs out there outside the Scottish music industry and they need to welcome them because these people live in in the Scottish communities. Um, they grow up here, they go to school here. My solution to this is I think Scottish artists should just collaborate. I want to do collab collaborations with Scottish artists. Let them let me bring them into the world of Afrofusion. Let's join our audiences. I want Kenyans to know about. Scottish artists here on them to, you know, it's a good thing. It's a good exchange of, of culture and it helps us understand people better, understand people know more know where they're coming from. And it reduces that noise on social media. There's a lot of noise on social media, so much anger because we don't know each other. And what a better way to know each other over a song. Absolutely. Right? Just kind of taking a step back and that initial move, as you said, from Kenya to Glasgow and bringing this, I just feel like there's such an energy from you and such a passion about the music that you make. And I'd love to know, do you know, was that met with open arms by the kind of live music scene that there is? There's such a hub in Glasgow for gigs and for live music. And did you get that opportunity to to put your music out there and for, for people to listen or or how was that for you? Oh, my God. For like five years, I always wanted to come to Scotland. Uh, when I when I finished high school, when I was doing my undergrad in Kenya, I was like, there's, there's something about Scotland right now. The music is booming. There's all these artists coming out. I remember my favorite is Emily Sunday and I, I just really loved her as a songwriter and I was like, I want to be there. Mm. I don't care what is going on. I don't <laughs> care how much I'm going to break my bank. That is where something is happening there yeah. and the world is not paying attention and that's the scene. Mm. That's the hottest spot right now and that's where mm. everyone should be. And that's how I came. I ended up here. Unfortunately, I was doing the course and I was making music and coronavirus happened. So I never got to get on stage and have a taste of it. Um, I did do some collabs and all of that, but we never even got to go very far because that was, I was doing school, writing all these papers and writing all this music for school and then coronavirus. Yeah. But I'm sure that'll happen for you. And hopefully whenever things return to normal, we'll all get a chance to come and see you live sometime. I can't, I can't wait. I honestly can't wait. I am excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to just, just whenever you were talking there, I didn't realise that you had done the Masters up at UWS in, in songwriting. And do you think that was a good kind of access point you were talking there about, you know, connecting with, with people there and, you know, creating contacts? And do you think that was really important for you to kind of go in that way to, to meet people? Or do you think you would have had the same opportunity otherwise? It was fantastic. Yeah, just it, a good it, experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. It was. I good. contact everything. And mm. that's how I'm, I'm still I'm still here. Just they've really helped me. And I can tell that they're rooting for me and they love 
what I'm doing and they want to be a part of it. And that makes me feel very special and supportive. Even I could just send them an email right now and they'll be, they'll be there just ready yeah. to because they love what, I, what I'm doing and they love what I'm about and they see something in me. And that makes me, the way I see something in them mm -hmm. and that makes me feel very special and just blessed to be mm -hmm. here. Yeah, and you know, that's so lovely to hear. And I think that's kind of going back to the root of, of our project with the with the in tune and it is to give that voice and, and to, to you know really motivate people to keep you know keep going and create the music that they're creating because it is so important to have a wide range and such a diverse music scene here because the diversity is here it just needs to be represented a bit more I think um I want to go back I'm, I'm really intrigued about your your last album Ego Ego yeah and that kind of captures a, a moment in time for you and I think I, I love the idea that it was kind of split into to seven tracks and it was like a journey mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I wonder is your is your new music going to be something similar in that do you know it's going to take a bit of an arc it's a storytelling or is that something that that you do with your music a lot Wow, that's a good question. Um, so Ego was, when I was working, making music back in Kenya, um, I was guessing, I really don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like, is this one? So I've released one single. I see other musicians doing albums. Hmm, I'm, I'm going to do it. That's, <laughs> I'm just like, that. it looks like that's how things work in this industry. So I'm just going, going to do it. Something really spoke to me at that period because I'd come from growing my self-esteem if that makes sense and learning to love myself like appreciate myself inside and out and I learned that there was this horrible um I'd come to learn that there's a horrible culture of just putting women down making women feel like so small and so irrelevant and I was just, I was angry about it. And I wanted to create stories, I, which is something I said earlier mm -hmm. when we started. I love to listen to songs that make me feel good. Mm -hmm. I want to do my makeup while I'm listening to <laughs> <laughs> a good, you know, one of those Beyonce songs. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to do my makeup with, with that in the background and, yeah. and such music. And I was thinking, hmm, I want to make, I want to make songs that when a girl listens to, it just makes them feel, oh my God, I'm the, I'm the most beautiful girl in the entire world. I am so smart. I don't need anyone. I've got this. Yeah, so I actually wanted to talk about Why Am I So Beautiful, the wow. second track for a bit, because- That's my favorite song. Love it. And it's purely for the reason which you mentioned earlier, and you wanted to make music that women could listen to when they were putting on their makeup and feel really empowered and mm -hmm. feel an element of self-love. Yeah. I think I wanted to talk about why you wanted to write about female empowerment specifically in that song and what inspired you to sing about that subject. Okay. There's so many, Why Am I So Beautiful has so many angles to it because when I started writing the song, I've written the song in three languages and it's in three parts. So the first part is in Swahili, which is Swahili is a local language in East Africa. And the second language is a local dialect called the Luo. And that's 
the language my my I'm a descendant from and the third language is in English but when I started the song I didn't know I was going to end it with the why am I so beautiful the why am I so beautiful part, part. I was writing a story and the story was I started writing this story idea in my head and I, I was creating a universe where seeing yourself seeing a reflection of your true self is a taboo you're not allowed to know how you look you don't know how you, you've never seen your reflection even in a river even in in water and i created an, an environment where there's someone who just secretly happens to happen and have a mirror and they invite the narrator the character to come see to come see this secret and the character sees themselves in the reflection and that's where i stopped i stopped the story there for months i didn't like finish the song i was like how do what's the point of this what am i even trying to say and all of that and then i remembered i had a like a light bulb moment and the thing was just that that vision of the the i'll just take the makeup industry for example they really don't want you to have good self-esteem because they need to make sales. They need to yeah. sell all that makeup. You need to feel insecure for them to make money, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I was like, oh, that's what this song is about. Yeah. It's like the, the, the makeup industry knows that the moment you find out you're beautiful, that you don't need those things. <laughs> Oh my God, that's game over for them. Yeah. (laughs) Once you uncover that secret, they're not going to make any money, basically. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. And I was like, you know what? That's exactly what this song is. It's such a good song. And I think also Flyest Girl in Nairobi is also a really one that I really enjoyed as well. Um, And I think it's really good that you talk about the notion of self-love and also self-celebration. So it's like another level to that, which um, I really enjoyed. And I think it's important for women to hear music like that. The Fly Scale in Nairobi is actually something. And I really love that song. And I had that song for, I think, two years before it fell onto my album. So the idea of the Fly Scale in Nairobi is I had this image in my head as without putting the other woman down. Um, If you have... Your, if your better half is cheating on you or falling in love with someone else, instead of hating that other person, am I able to see how fly they are? Am I able to see their perfection, their beauty, and just without even wishing I was them or anything as, as we can celebrate each other? I'm not saying go hug the girl who's, stealing your man <laughs> that is not bad. but the thing was I just want to reduce hate mm-hmm. and reduce that feeling of having another human being make you put you in a position where you feel that another human being is better mm-hmm. than you that's such a good way to look at it just reducing competition instead of encouraging jealousy which is never a helpful emotion for anyone so I was gonna turn the conversation a little bit to diversity and education Mm -hmm. um and I wanted to know your take on cultural diversity and music specifically in Scotland and 
how do you think it's inclusive and do you think it needs to be changed or what needs to be addressed about diversity in Scotland? So I do think it needs to be inclusive and I think it would start fast from education. Mm -hmm. So when I was when I was studying music in Kenya, I did music in my high school, not in in my undergrad, but we learned music from all over the world. Traditional music, all traditional music, African music, traditional instruments, everything all in, in one place. But when I came here, I was like, and just interacting to people and, and talking to them, even people who've studied music all their lives in Scotland, they didn't know anything about where I came from and, and our music. And yet I knew so much about mm. them. My creative space, my creative headspace grows every time I listen to new music every time I I dive in into a new pool of music that I've never been into into and for such an an industry like the Scottish music industry that's bursting with talent and just like it's waiting to explode I think that's the one thing it's it's missing is that there are people who are just afraid of dipping their little toe into the into that ocean into that <laughs> big ocean and I it does start in school you it people need to be educated on other things outside of where they've grown from does that, does that make sense mm -hmm. yeah like mm -hmm. children should know that it's, it's not only the world doesn't only have Scottish music and so when this child is listening to music all over the world by the time they're 15 you don't know the amazing things they can create, the amazing mm -hmm. melodies they can come up with. They could be the star of the world because of that one thing, just listening to diverse things and mm -hmm. putting it out there. So that's one thing. I thought that education, um, including diversifying edu music education in Scotland would be really beneficial to young creative minds. You'll never understand the plight of people if you don't make an effort to know them. And that's how I feel about personalizing playlist introduces you to new people, um, new audiences, new mindsets. You get to know where people are coming from. You get to know why they do, because I've never listened to, it doesn't just stop there for me when I like an artist. It doesn't, doesn't just stop. Oh my God, I like that song. That's it. Bye. If you're really a nice person, you go deeper. You're like, where are they from? Who is this? What do they do? Why, is that, why do they do this? Why am I wearing this head wrap? Where is it coming? You know, <laughs> it's like small things like that. Yeah. Like exposure to different cultures can just start by adding a diff, something that you maybe wouldn't normally listen to on your playlist. And then you can find out this whole other world, which you might love. And it's such a simple thing to do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I want to say it, that's probably why it's so important about the new music that you've coming out and you know you're talking about the specifically the the Kenyan women uh, and their their experience in Kenya and yeah. like the whole even I don't know if you mentioned about kind of the socioeconomic and the political kind of situation there yeah. and you know with this new music it could totally open up a new audience or the Scottish audience to to that whole culture and what's going on there yeah. and then feed into as you say this idea of activism and getting behind people and really supporting supporting artists. And also as I said earlier 
the representation of genres such as Afrofusion in Scotland is lacking, but it's also important to learn about the history and the background of where they come from and the issues within them, you know, such as the political or the socioeconomic issues. Um, because learning about different cultures can broaden our horizons and it's the music that can facilitate this education. And yeah, as Michal said, hopefully that can open up a new audience in Scotland to this music. Yeah, absolutely. So um, obviously you're an artist who really believes in advocating for change and you really value yourself on that. So I just wanted to know why do you think it's important for artists to get involved in activism and really speak out about these types of issues? The internet has become a very delicate place. We've given so much power to public figures and and they'd be random. Someone is just popular. Why? Because they take videos of their dogs and we love their dogs and they're just popular like that and they have a blue tick. Doesn't interest me, but they're famous. And because they might not be the, the smartest person on earth, uh, but they have a platform. And sadly, um, a lot of these people uh, say horrible things, say hurtful things, offend many people and there's no one and you can't do anything we can't hold them accountable and they create more damage they create more harm and why i feel like it's important for artists to get involved music artists to get involved in in activism and to be vocal about it is because there's so many people looking up to our voices it's not always about you it's not always guys stream my music um stream buy my album buy my show tickets what what are you giving to the people what are you giving back in return mm -hmm. all they're asking for from you is to just speak for them you have this platform that has so many people that believe in you and would do anything you say and if you just say stop being mean to those people love those people mm -hmm. when we when we put ourselves in positions where we're talking as giving back, but also contributing to society in a, in a positive way that it's not, it's not always take, 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 take. When will you give? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as you were talking about um, the importance of people listening to different artists and connecting to other cultures, could you maybe recommend any other artists who would be great for some Scottish listeners to add to their playlists? One, okay, <laughs> one, like anyway. So we have, there's an art, artist called Alice Ragoy and she's a mm -hmm. Kenyan Afro soul artist and she is just amazing. And I think listening to what people in Scotland like, I think that's an artist you'd really, um, you'd really like to, she has this, nice vocals and I've known her and I've worked with her and she is extremely talented. I 100% recommend her. Another artist I have in mind called Iviona. Um, she's an amazing friend of mine, amazing artist with nice vocals. I think those are my top two, Alice Ragoi and Iviona. Iviona, she's extremely, just search for Iviona on, on, Instagram and the one I follow that's her <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> yeah 
that's how you'd have found hearts that I highly recommend hearts. thanks Marianne those are some really great recommendations and I hope our listeners add those artists to their playlists yeah absolutely and I suppose all that's left to say is a huge thank you to you Marianne for coming on and having a chat with us about your experiences in the music industry here in Scotland well thank you for having me I really hope that our listeners have learned something from this conversation and follow through with a few of the tips that you've given in terms of diversifying their playlists I for one will be giving all of the artists that you have recommended today a listen as well as yourself of course (laughs) and I'm really looking forward to hearing what's to come and just before we sign off just a huge thank you to our listeners um, for keeping up with what we've been doing over the past few weeks we have another few episodes to come and we're really excited to release those but for now you can keep up with our Instagram at InTune Initiative and uh, yeah we'll, we'll see you again next time thank Bye. you Bye. 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 Bye.